While forests do a great job of taking carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere, as soon as trees decompose, all that carbon goes straight back up again. And a new study has investigated how that decomposition process works inside freshwater lakes. Scientists have found that what was traditionally just called carbon in a lake is actually a hugely diverse mixture of different carbon-based molecules that support an equally diverse mix of microbes. And the more diverse everything is, the more greenhouse gases these lakes seem to pump out, which could be really bad news if different species of trees react differently to climate change and drop new carbon compounds into lakes, as Phil Sansom heard from the study's author, Andrew Tanazap. We discovered that there's this invisible world of chemicals and microorganisms living in lakes that are much more important for the concentrations of greenhouse gases that we find in lakes than we we previously realized. We studied two lakes that we think are fairly representative of most of the lakes that we find in in Canada. And one of these lakes was relatively clear watered, and another one had relatively dark water. We're talking out in the Canadian wilderness a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you actually do to investigate these lakes? So our experiment was trying to understand what climate change might do to the organic matter inputs that come into lakes. So what we decided to do was to go right down into the lake itself where this organic matter accumulates. We spend a year basically surveying natural lake sediments and we tried to recreate these sediments that we studied but with different concentrations of organic matter and we made up these mixtures of these artificial sediments and then we just submerged them in the near shore sort of shallow waters of the lakes and one of the things we did was we installed a little sampler right beneath the sediment surface and so that meant that we could continuously sample water from inside of our sediments without ever stepping foot on the lake bottom. So what effect did the the sediment actually have? Quite a large effect. It turned out that if you looked across the gradient of chemical diversity that we created, the greenhouse gas concentrations were about one and a half to 2.7 times larger. Really? That's, you had about twice as much greenhouse gases locked away in the lakes? Well, actually, it's not locked in the lakes. It's sort of sitting there, and we think that most of that is actually going to get emitted to the atmosphere because it's in a gas form as carbon dioxide and methane. Oh, Okay. So what's going on? Why does the more diverse organic compounds mean there's more greenhouse gases in the lakes? We think there are a few things going on. The first is that a greater diversity of chemical compounds basically begets a greater diversity of of microbes. And that's hopefully pretty easy to see why. It's basically you're offering more food choices, a wider buffet, and so you get more microbes turning up and joining the feast. The second thing that could be going on is that chemicals can degrade by sunlight and release carbon dioxide without any microbial activity. And so if you have greater chemical diversity, there's a greater potential for that to happen. But what does that mean for something like climate change? Obviously, more greenhouse gases around isn't a good thing, right? The most naive, simple view would be, oh, lakes are bad. Let's drain them all and fill them in with cement. And it's actually much more complicated than that. So lakes are certainly emitting greenhouse gases to the atmosphere, but they're also locking away carbon in those muds on the lake bottom. And of course, if you have a forest growing around a lake, it's also sequestering or storing more carbon in its wood 
and in the forest soils. What's interesting is that I think, oh, forest, lake, everything's good for the environment. And actually things are more complicated than that. Exactly. And what we need to do in the sort of science community is, is actually be able to understand those connections a bit better. So be careful what you dump into your local pond. That's the University of Cambridge's Andrew Tanitzap, and the study he was discussing is just out in PNAS.